If you're ready to say goodbye to being a boss babe or hustling 24-7, welcome to Life in Business. This is the podcast for women just like you who want an easy and effective way to grow your business that's built around genuine work-life balance, not growing a million-pound empire. I'm your podcast host, Libby Langley, award-winning business coach and Amazon best-selling author, known as the queen of easy business because of my sensible and easy-to-implement ways to earn more by doing less. In Life in Business, I share with you how to make small but effective tweaks, how to be confident in your business decisions, and how to make a healthy and guilt-free profit doing exactly what you love the most without working 14 hours a day. Get ready to make your dreams a reality. Here's this week's episode. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Life in Business with me, Libby Langley. I'm going to talk to you about books today. I buy a lot of business books. I don't read many, I don't read much fiction or many novels anymore. I certainly used to when I was younger, but haven't done for quite a long time now. But I do buy (laughs) a lot of business, self-help kind of development books. And, you know, I read some of them. So (laughs) I've bought eight books in the last week and I have not read eight books. I've read about... um, a third of one book. So, um, you know, the to read pile is kind of big. But today I'm going to talk to you about some books that I have read and that have had a really positive impact on me, not just business wise, but personally as well, I think. So thought it would be kind of useful because, you know, you, you get a lot of recommendations, you'll see a lot of stuff about books and actually knowing what is worth reading and, and what's not is could be quite helpful for you. And bear in mind, this is all absolutely from my personal opinion. But if you're a regular, a regular listener to this podcast, then um, hopefully you kind of agree with my opinion. So I've got a big old stack of books that were okay, you know, kind of okay. And but are not really, I don't feel they're really worth recommending. And, you know, some of these books are, you know, relatively meaty, some more meaty than others. But, and so I think it needs to be something that's really worth you, really worth you reading, right? So I'm just going to dive straight in today. So the first book, and I've got them here in a pile, so you can hear them, look. Can you hear the pages being flicked? Actual book. I do like books. I'm not a Kindle fan at all. I think there's something about the book, um, you know, a physical book in your hand that's kind of quite appealing. I, I, I like the sort of the low-fi version of it, you know, low-tech. And also because we spend so much time on our phones or in front of our computers or whatever, that, that for me, I just don't want any version of technology if I am going to be reading you might be completely different and that's that's absolutely fine with you but I've zero interest in having a Kindle at all or having a Kindle app on my phone or iPad or whatever so these are all actual books so there you might be able to hear that I don't know if you can pick, pick that up or not so in no particular order actually these books the first one and I'll put a link in the show notes to all of them to make it easier for you um, if you've uh, a link through to just to Amazon, um, but obviously you can buy them from wherever you choose. But the first book is Mary Portas and Work Like a Woman. Now, Mary Portas, you might know her, UK um, 
listeners certainly from she's a kind of um shopping retail expert and has had various programs on tv of where she goes in and kind of changes shops for the better right so Mary Porter so I think she's fabulous I've always thought she was absolutely fabulous and this is this is one of her books and so work like a woman is a really it's called a manifesto for change and I just thought it was absolutely fascinating and it really fits into the kind of hustle anti-hustle culture and you know that I'm a big fan of no hustle you know doing things in a softer and gentler way and this is really kind of what this book is about. It's a really interesting story of when she set up her business, her consultancy, and how, and certainly when she was in her career as well, and pre-working for herself, right, as she was building up her, uh, you know, in the early days of her life, and how she was kind of aggressive and pushed and, you know, was tough and demanding and all of these, all of these things. And it got her very far in life and, and in her career. And then when she set up her business, she realised that actually she was kind of doing the, you know, the danger was that the same thing would happen. You know, the long hours, the toughness, the aggressiveness, the competitiveness, the never, the never admitting there's a vague glimmer of weakness in there. That kind of like, masculine bullshit that you know that's so often apparent in the workplace and what she did consciously with her and her team when she realized that this was kind of manifesting itself in her business was that she changed everything completely you know she changed everything to be much more sensitive and much more using instinct and building the business on the things that really kind of matter in life, which is collaboration, you know, working together, empathy, being nice to people is just such a hugely valuable thing in the workplace on using your instinct and also trust because this kind of masculine energy, you know, particularly like the toxic masculinity that's so apparent in the workplace it's just, it breeds a culture of distrust and negativity and one-upmanship and standing on people. And there is no reason that the world should be like that at all, let alone the world of work. And the more we kind of pull together, the more we use our female energy of nurturing and developing and supporting, the more, the better the world's going to be, a, the better a place a world the world is going to be for men and for for women and I just I think that that yeah for me it had a real kind of impact and I yeah I said to my husband you need to read this book this is this is a really important book for the for the workplace particularly uh, he works in a very male dominated industry and I just think that there is so much change that can be made if we are just kind of kinder to each other that so it's a really good book this that's mary portas work like a woman and i think you will enjoy that very much okay the next one with this gorgeous turquoise blue cover is the happiness equation by neil pasricha 
And I read this last year on uh, on holiday, and it only it didn't take long, two or three hours. It's it's a pretty you can whiz through this book pretty quickly, and it's written in very very short chapters, so it's really easy to digest. And there are some nice uh, some nice little um, kind of drawings in there that illustrate the point. So some there's some models in there as well, and. The things that I liked the most about this is that it's focusing on you, really. It's focusing on you and how you can be the most successful you can be. And success is not necessarily about, you know, 10K months and all this, earning the most money. Success is kind of, a lot of it is to do with happiness, yeah, and simplicity of life. And this Neil Prasricha is somebody who's done an awful lot of research into uh, people in senior level roles. He, for this book, he, he interviewed hundreds of hundreds of high level professionals to work out what the formula for a happy life is. And it had quite. A, I mean, I read it on holiday, so it was. It was kind of a time, I guess, last summer when, summer of 2022, when I, I suppose I, I had a bit of downtime. It was unusual for us in that we had a holiday where we didn't do anything. <laughs> we just decided to kind of sit by the pool and um, look at the view rather than walk up the hill to be in the view. Um, and that's really unusual from us. So my mind was in quite a receptive place to this kind of change culture. And a couple of things I remember, particularly from this book, was that the he has a thing called the success triangle, right? And the success triangle, so to achieve, to achieve full success, then there needs to be sales, right? You need to sell stuff to make money, whether that's in your own business or in the company that you're in. So they're all... It, there all is kind of, um, you know, there's always kind of sales that, that need to happen in terms of business, right? There's social success, and that's how your, your people see you, yeah? And then self-success, which is what you think of yourself. And to me, you kind of can't... Having all three of them is quite difficult because you are pushing for one thing or another, right? But for me, this self-success is the thing that really, really matters. This is where you feel satisfied. This is where you don't want anything. This is where you feel really content in life. And that, to me, is the most important thing of the success triangle. So it needs to be, oh, I've forgotten the names of all the triangles, but... Um, you know, one where it's short on one side with two longer sides. <laughs> so that makes self the most important one. Os something triangle? Anyway, I don't know. I'm not going to remember. But yeah, for the social, social success is really kind of vacuous. You know, you might get all these accolades and everybody thinks you're amazing. But if you're not happy in yourself, it doesn't mean anything, right? And sales, sales is just a number, Yeah. And there was another thing about um, a couple of other things from this book that are quite interesting. One is about the amount of hours you work for the money you bring in. 
and it's not about the money you bring in. And this really ties to the 10K months thing that you know I'm kind of not a fan of. And the two couple of examples, uh, um, a starting salary for someone with a Harvard MBA. I've got an MBA and this was not my starting salary, but maybe I didn't go to Harvard, so maybe that's the difference. $120,000 a year versus a teacher who gets $45,000 a year, right? But if you work it out kind of on an hourly rate, the Harvard MBA gets two weeks holiday a year because America, but the teacher gets 12 weeks. The working hours a week are less for a teacher than for a Harvard MBA, possibly. And so you work it out and they all get $28 an hour on average if you follow this. And I think that just sums up so beautifully this whole kind of 10K month thing. Because it's like, you know, your amount of turnover for the 10K month versus what you actually, it costs you and what you actually take home. It's just a lovely, uh, lovely illustration of something that I'm always talking about. So I like that. And the final thing for this book was, is it's not easier said than done. It's easier done than said. And so there's a do, can do, want to do cycle here. And there's ways, different ways, different ways of approaching something, right? You can just start doing something. And if you just start doing something, turns out you can do it. And then maybe you want to do it because you can do it and you start enjoying it. And then if there's something you know you can do, then you probably want to do it because you can do it. So you are doing it. And then if you want to do something, well, then you start doing it. And turns out you can do it too because you can learn. And it's just a really kind of nice example of just starting. You know, if you don't know what you're doing, just start. And, oh, look, now you're doing it and you can do it. And I really like that. Okay, next book. This is probably the most important book that I've ever read since I started my business nearly 12 years ago. And it's called Delivering Happiness by Tony Shea. Now, Tony Shea was the CEO of Zappos, which got bought by Amazon in the end, um, an American company. And they sold shoes to start with. That was that's what Zappos was. Um, and I read this book, I think, right at the very, very beginning of my business. It came out in 2010. Yeah, I think I read it in 2012, probably. But it had such a profound effect on me. And basically what this book is about is about customer service. And it's about treating your customers differently and just kind of being nice to them. There is a theme of kindness and niceness through all these books, actually, you'll you'll notice. And it's about not having time limits in call centres and just taking the time to talk to people. It's about... Um, there's some nice examples in there of the the call centres they people, you know, they said they'd help people with anything and people would ring up and say, all right, can you order me a pizza? And so they did, you know, a couple of times just to kind of show that customer service isn't just about answering questions when you've got a problem with the product or with the service. And to me, it was such a kind of radical and revolutionary way of delivering customer service that it absolutely blew my mind. Now, I'd come from the public sector, um, from FE, the college, and everything there was about hitting targets. And <laughs> even though it said it wasn't bums on seats, it's about bums on seats, right? Because that's how you draw down the fund- funding, government funding. So just 
being in my own business, you know, really new to my own business and reading a book where someone's saying, look, you can just do things how you how you want to be. If you want to talk for two hours to someone, talk for two hours to someone. If it's going to get the result, you know, if it's going to make their, their life a bit better and ultimately going to make your business better because they'll recommend you, they, you know, all this stuff, then that, that was really radical to me. So, and I even went to... When I had a team, I took one of my guys, um, we went to Zappos in Vegas and we had a kind of customer service day with them. We got to speak to some of the staff and find out a little bit more about about kind of how it all worked in action. Uh, Mind-blowing stuff. So this is, I, I think this is, it's a really nice book to read and I've recommend I should be on some kind of affiliate scheme with this book because I've recommended it to probably thousands of people over the years it's brilliant so if you only read one read that one and then the next one see another book this is a bigger book um this is stop checking your likes shake off the need for approval and live an incredible life by Susie Moore now I read this again. I was on holidays, a bit of a theme here, isn't it? I think I was in Greece for this one. I was in France for the other one. And the premise of the book is pretty is pretty simple, right? It's put, be happy in yourself rather than looking for external approval. So again, very similar to one of the things that was in the happiness equation. But there was one bit in it that just, I mean, I kind of read it and it just made me cry because I was like, whoa. And... <laughs> The, it, the line said, I can't find the line in the book. I, when I was flicking through, I didn't find it. But it, from memory, it was, I love my parents, but I don't want a life, but I don't want their life. And for me, that was just absolutely massive because I think that we can subconsciously build and live a life that is not conscious choice because it's just the way we expect things to be, right? Um, for example, you know, I live in an ordinary house and kind of nine to five-ish in my hours in my job, not always, but there's a lot of flexibility there. But, you know, kind of, it, it's all kind of quite traditional. Whereas, you know, to be absolutely, totally different, I would be living on a beach in Bali and working in a you know, tiny, tiny cocktail bar or something, right? Do you see what I mean? So there are ways of doing things completely completely differently and it just really struck me the whole book is really nice it's just about it's about living living your best life but your best life right whatever that means and not second guessing choices that you make because it's what you think you should do uh and I, it just it's about happiness and the self-confidence and believing in your yourself it's actually probably one that I should reread because I remember it being a really, really superb book, particularly that line about not wanting the life that your parents have. And it's about the way you live your life. So that's a great, yeah, really good, really good book, that. And next book here. Yeah. Oh, you can hear that noise. Um, this is Company of One. Why Staying Small is the Next Big Thing for Business by Paul Jarvis. And I know that a lot of people have read this, this book. It, to me, it absolutely fits with my ethos. Now, I've had a team of people, and but it didn't... Uh, it kind of wasn't the business that I wanted to have, right? So going back to 
the quote from stop checking your likes you know building a life that you don't want is just a life that you think you should have and and so I so I had a team and I didn't like it um or it didn't suit me so having a company of one just being you on your own it's really about prioritizing your life your happiness over wealth and wealth is subjective right you can <laughs> you know you, this kind of wealth of life i think is as important if not more important if you if you've you know pride you've got enough money to be happy is the most important goal that we can kind of set ourselves so definitely um company of one is about having a small business and focusing on improving yourself and the business and the service that you offer rather than just growing and growing and growing and growing. And I know when I first started the business, one of the first programs I was in, um, entrepreneurial programs I was in, Masterminds, was um, building a million pound business. And I'd only been in business for uh, possibly a year then and it was that was the goal and so I got the team and I you know and all this and it's just like I don't want to do that I don't want a million pound business you know I'd rather work in a million pound business and someone else can worry about all of those decisions you know it's it's to me it's 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 not the kind of focus so yeah so Paul Jarvis's book Company of One is very much about running your business in a sensible smart way and keeping customers happy on your own terms so it's a nice book nice nice easy read that and next one and a confession i haven't read this book it is here in my hand you can hear me tapping on it it is here but i've watched the netflix <laughs> series so i watched i watched the netflix 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 program last week and I've got the book it's one of the eight that's been delivered in the last week but I haven't read it yet but I can certainly um I can certainly recommend it and it's in a lovely big print as well which I do I'm too old my eyes are too tired for small print um it's yeah based on what I saw on the Netflix documentary this is worth reading and it's the subtle art of not giving a fuck by Mark Manson I really like this approach because it's so easy to think, right, if I didn't care about anything, I would be happier and my life would be better. And that's kind of not true. You would just not care about anything. And to me, that's quite a soulless and disappointing kind of life. You know, that's not a, a, a rich and rounded life. But what Mark Manson says in this book is that choose one or two or three things that you care deeply about and don't worry about the rest because you can't worry about everything you can't make everything better you can't focus on everything because your attention is kind of divided and so you know you're better to do kind of one or two things well than try and it's this jack of all trades master of none right isn't it it's the kind of um spreading yourself too thin in order to be able to be able to be successful and happy and the quote here on the back of the book which you know excuse the language but is is just kind of it's just kind of sums it up it says in life this quote from mark manson the author in life we have a limited amount of fucks to give so you must choose your fucks wisely and it just it really 
yeah, I think the timing for me was very good on watching this because I guess post-autism diagnosis, there's a lot of stuff kind of going on for me and my head's a bit all over the shop, if I'm absolutely honest. And so this was a good book to read, just think, do you know what? I don't have to fix everything. I can just focus on myself and my immediate family and friends. And that's kind of enough for now. You know, I can come back to make changing the world at a later date. So, yeah, recommend the book. I will read the book. Um, it's next on my list after, well, after the three that I'm kind of reading at the minute. I'm dipping in and out of stuff. So, yeah, but the Netflix programme is really worth watching as well. So, And then finally, it would be remiss of me not to mention Life in Business. Easy ways to work less, earn more, and embrace true happiness by yours truly, Libby Langley. You might well have read my book. I know lots of people have read my book. And thank you. It makes me very happy and very proud to know that people are reading it and actually flicking through it also in a nice big font. <laughs> so if your eyes are tired, it's a good one. Plenty of places for you to write notes in the book as well. And this is really about being happy. Again, it's a, it's a culmination of my experience in business, the things that we're told to do, the things that we should do, and then actually what we want to do and what really matters to us. So it's on the same theme, actually, as all the books that I've mentioned to you. But this is, you know, this is my book and this is from my experience. And if you don't want to work hard, and put in tons of hours, but you do want to earn more than you are now and you want to be happy, then that is another book I would recommend for you, of course, because it would be remiss of me not to. So I've enjoyed doing this today, actually. It's nice for me to revisit some of these books that have had an impact on my life over the years, going right back to when I started started the business and the things that stick with you I mean certainly delivering happiness by Tony Shea it just has been yeah it's it it's it's never left me that book so I do recommend that you read it but they're all so important and they're all along the theme of being happier being kinder making everybody happier therefore we all pull together and we all make more money together and live a happier life so that's for today. Thank you ever so much for joining me. Let me know what you think. Um, you can DM me on Instagram. I'm at Libby Langley and I'd love to hear from you. And all the links are in the show notes for the books if you want to just one click buy them. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.